Good morning, everybody. My name is Wayne Joe Panda alongside Sergio Barragan. And we're here from the Panda Bar back again, baby. New Year, new us. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Happy Holidays past. Uh, we're really glad to be back. We've been on a little bit of hiatus. I was out in California. Sergio was doing his thing uh, around the U.S., traveling around on tour, right? In D.C. In D.C. In D.C. Uh, but we're glad to be back. We hope you join us. Uh, please remember to subscribe. Uh, click your little uh, blue subscribe button on your iPod or your Galaxy phone or whatever device you're listening to this podcast on. Uh, like our page on Facebook. Again, we love to receive any questions. We'd love to answer those on air. Uh, so if you have any questions, send it to us at the Panda Bar with two R's at the end at gmail.com. But further ado, first off, Sergio, what you got in mind for us? Uh, let's talk about the NFL playoffs. All right, let's go. So um, yesterday, the mm-hmm. Chiefs beat the uh, Eagles. Huh? Where they play? The Chiefs play. Oh, the Texans. Texans. Yep. Yes. They beat them thirty-one to nothing. As uh, thirty, thirty to nothing. Thirty to nothing. Yep, yep. Um, well, the tale of two really good defenses playing against each other, and mm-hmm. then a back quarterback playing against. Uh, no, was it? No. Brian Hoare is a backup quarterback to the Patriots a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So Brian Hoare kind of like uh, fell into his job because uh, Ryan Mallett left the team in the middle of the year. Um, yeah, they couldn't get anything on offense going. Arian Foster it was out for the season, like in week seven, week eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfred Blue is a decent back. Yeah, he was doing work. Not great. Mm-hmm. I've seen his fantasy numbers. Um DeAndre Hopkins is a baller. He'll play. He'll he's a, he's a Pro Bowler in any team he plays for. But other than that, they don't have any weapons on the, on the offensive side. That's why they usually have JJ Watt playing the tight end position when they're in the red zone. Or at least last year they did. This year they kind of kept what they had. Nine seven season. They made the playoffs for the second time in the franchise. That's pretty solid. But they do need a quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Jared Goff maybe. Maybe. What do you have? Well, I'm not gonna say they have, they got the. Draft pick to be able to do that though, right? Nah, well, if I mean, Goff, Goff is the second highest ranked quarterback, and I mean, I'm sure the Niners are, if not the Niners, Cleveland. Niners at seven, and Cleveland has number two, and they're pretty much going to let go of uh, Johnny Manziel because he wants to be a, a cowboy now, apparently. Oh, yeah, should be fine. Or nobody wants him. Or nobody wants him. I don't know, man. Canadian League. Is I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> RG three wants to play for the Cowboys too, so yeah, we'll see. But I see if doesn't even want him either. I think they're pretty set. There's like eight teams. Anyways. And then we had the what? The Steelers and... Uh, the Broncos. Oh, yesterday. The Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah, yeah. That was a crazy game, man. That was a good so game. So hair pulling by some of the Steelers coaches or a coach from the Steelers. Um, a couple of Bengals players getting a little heated. Pac-Man. Yeah. I never liked Pac-Man Jones. No, he's, he's, uh, he's a talented player, but he's uh, he's... He has a couple issues. That's what he gets for. Remember, remember when we talked about when he was uh, throwing Amari Cooper's head on the ground? Uh, I think stuff? that was week one. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what you get. Karma. Karma. Baby. But that was an exciting game. 18-16, I believe. Oh, yeah, dude. That was crazy. Yeah. Cool. Big Ben and uh, Tony Brown doing work, and then they got the Broncos next. Yep. And then when the Steel- <laughs> when they, they brought Big, Big Ben to uh, the locker room, and he, he got injured for a bit. Um, some, he's always injured. He's always injured. A fan threw a water bottle at him when he was on the court. That is a rivalry. That's crazy, that, dude. That's I mean, a- it was like a two, two or three weeks ago they played and had a really heated game. Uh, yeah. Well, boy actually, um, the first game they played this year was the game that uh, Le'Veon Bell got hurt. Okay. He was out for the season. And supposedly, one of the Steelers players told the guy that injured him, "I got you. I will, I'll come for you." Basically, he's not. He said, "I'm gonna wet you when you when you come down to Miami." Wet meaning I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. I don't know if he got fined or anything. He didn't get suspended. That's what I know. But yeah, there's some threats going around that's, between these two teams. It's a rivalry. That's crazy. And then they got in a fight. Right before the second game a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There was a little scuffle before yeah. the game. And I was reading on it too. I heard apparently that uh, 
they were what you call it. The 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 refs had to kind of line up between the two when they're doing warmups because they're really scared that something's gonna pop off right before the game even started. Uh, and they actually had to bring in the same refs as uh, that one game that we, they played against each other just because they knew yeah. what was at stake, what was going on. Mm-hmm. They knew which players to kind of look out for. And uh, I mean, it would have been better if Andy Dalton would have been um, would have been playing. Mm-hmm. I think it, it would may, maybe it would have been a different result, but. This is Bengals' luck. Yeah. <laughs> so looking forward, then they move on to play uh, a couple of cool teams in the AFC. The Steelers play the Broncos, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs play the Patriots. The Patriots play in Boston, and um, the Broncos play in Denver. Uh, I, I would go with the Steelers being the Broncos. Okay. Because I'm not uh, too confident in Payne Manning's abilities anymore. Got it. But they're, they're a solid running team, and they have a great defense. Probably yeah. the best defense in the league. Okay. And then for the Patriots-Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs are 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 good. They won the last 10 games. I'm not going to throw no shade at their side, but, mm. I mean, the, the Patriots aren't um, – they, I think they lost the last two games of the season. Mm. Uh, they have Tom Brady. They're a little bit injured. I don't see the Chiefs uh, beating them with – the offensive firepower that they have. They don't really have anybody. They mm-hmm. have Jacandrick West, who was a backup for Jamal Charles. Mm-hmm. They got uh, Jeremy Macklin, who was a little injured coming out of the game yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I don't really see them putting up too many points against the Patriots. And then, but who knows? The last time they played was that Monday night game uh, a year and a half ago, week three or week four of the 2014 season. And that's when um, they played at Kansas City in Arrowhead Stadium. And that's the game where the Patriots were beat down and they were asking for, like, the backup to play. And they were, like, asking for Tom Brady's job because he looked horrible. And that's the game where, in the press conference, uh, Bill Belichick's like, we're going, we're on to Cincinnati. And then after that, they won, like, nine of the last ten games and they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So they got a little history going on there. Ooh, should be should be fun. Um, I agree with you uh, with the Patriots. I think the Patriots are gonna clean it up uh, next week. I think they got that. Um, actually, I I actually want to pull and think the Broncos are gonna win. As much as I know they're um, an AFC West rival for my Raiders, I'm pretty. Uh, for some reason, I feel like you know, know karma's gonna come back and the Steelers are not gonna make it up. And that dude, that one coach, man, you can't be pulling a player's hair like that, coach. Whatever your name is. <laughs> I'm I'm picking the Broncos. Picking the Broncos. Yeah, the so Broncos and the Patriots going on for the AFC Championship, which might be fun. I mean, either way, once you have the Patriots in there, whichever team they're facing, you're going to want to pull for, except for unless you're <laughs> Joe. Anyways, <laughs> who, who do you have today? Though, um, I'm pulling for Seahawks. I know last time we checked, they were down by three points. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Seahawks could still make it happen. Oh, I don't know, man. Adrian Peterson is a beast. And then for the Packers, Redskins, I think the Packers. You know the Packers? Yeah. They haven't looked good at all over the over the last eight weeks or so. Yeah. I think they started the season seven and zero, and mm-hmm. that means they won three and six the last nine games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll we'll check it out. So who are you picking for the NFC then, the wild card? I, even though I picked the Packers to go to the Super Bowl, like I don't, I don't know how many weeks ago. Yeah, it was like in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I'm picking the Redskins. Nice, because they're playing at home, and they've been they've been looking pretty good. Actually, cool. And and I'll go with the Seahawks. Cool. I'll go with the same team as you. All right. And then if uh, if well, the Seahawks win, they play the Panthers next yeah. week, which would be a really good rematch. That should be fun. I like that. And seeing the Packers and Cardinals wouldn't be bad either. I think that'd be a pretty cool uh, match as well. I don't know. I just I just can't take Washington seriously. I've never liked their name. I've always had uh, feelings about their name. But other than that, just the way the team plays. Well, like, let's talk, let's, let's, kind of let's a, call them the Washington Football Club. Hey, I mean, no, I don't want to put down. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I never I never liked the Washington Football Club. Um, what was I going to say? And just the way their seasons happen, I think it's, it's crazy. You know, Cinderella's story, aside from the team's name, that's great that they made it in. Mm-hmm. But I just can't take them seriously as a team. Kirk Cousins, come on. You like that? You like that? You like that? Yeah, and they, yeah, right. That's crazy. And then they made those towels with that. <laughs> Whatever. I do that for RG three, man. I like RG three. I hope he finds uh, a team wow. and he does well. I already have some issues. Yeah, but uh, the Redskins, no, the Washington Football no, Club, Washington Football Club, 
I don't think they have a chance against the Cardinals next week, though. I'm yeah, already exactly. saying like they're gonna win today. Exactly. But, I, that's yeah. how much faith. But I have you, but on you the want Packers. to see the Packers win, though, right? I, I, do. I would I like. Would I would like to see Aaron Rodgers win. I would like to see my my prediction come to fruition. Yeah, but I don't know. And my Panthers are still up in there. Told you those Panthers. You had the Panthers and who in the Super Bowl? Panthers and was it the Patriots or the Broncos? One of those two. I don't know. I have or I think I had the Bengals, but they're out already. So I'm already half down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Patriots and, and the, Packers, the Packers, right? Yeah, yeah. that could still happen. We'll see what happens. Well, I'll we'll we'll be promised to keep hold of these uh, predictions. <laughs> the we, we haven't yeah we haven't done that in a while. Panda picks, but, uh, but we'll we'll promise to do this since it's just next week anyway. Yeah. I think for Panda picks you gotta do them so it's only like a week from. Anyways, moving on. Well, actually, is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of the playoffs? Uh, I think we covered pretty much all all the base on every base. Uh, we got eight teams next week and. Yeah, right. 18. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So I'm, I'm excited about January football. Me too, man. Me too. The snow. Since the my tears. fantasy team didn't do well in December. Yeah, dude. I was like in first place for my whole division for the whole freaking season. And then like in the playoff time, I lost uh, in the semifinals. Wow. Yeah, it was sad. <laughs> lost to a team I, I beat. Well, at least you made the playoffs. I yeah. Because I was fifth team. I was the first one out. I was like, oh, I had the scores. Uh, the scores. The highest. Um, what do you call it? Uh, points per game, the lowest points against. So just, you're just unlucky. Playoffs. Yeah, dude. I just it just went bad. Anyways, um, enough of our fantasy football team. Yeah, no one cares about that. <laughs> Moving on. Jose Marino. Jose Marino. Jose Marino. Jose and the Pussycats. <laughs> Jose and the Chelsea Cats. We're gonna miss you, man. Let's talk about oh, European. You're gonna miss I'm gonna miss them, man. Let's talk about European club coaches getting fired, Sergio. What, what happened? What happened this past winter break? Uh, Jose got fired from Chelsea, mm-hmm. which was, um, I think it was, it was due. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... Oh, hold on, let me play the music. There we go. Sarah McClellan. <laughs> Sarah McClellan. Uh, his team wasn't performing, his team wasn't responding to him, so they did the only thing they could do at the time, which is get rid of him. Which is deja vu, because it happened before. Well, I mean, they fired him before, and, and like, the press was, uh, bubbling against him, and... The only guy that had his back was the owner. What's his name again? Abramovich. Abramovich. And when you, when the owner is not behind you anymore, your your, your time is your time is gonna be up pretty soon. Um, but he's still probably one of the best coaches in the world. And I mean, it's just it's it's what he does. He spends two or three seasons with the club and then he moves on. Like he over uh, overstays his welcome. Um, which is crazy because he won the, the Premier League last year, yeah. and now they're almost relegated. Yeah. And I think it's already a month into the new coach's regime, which he's probably not going to stay there. Till, he's only going to stay there till the end of the season. Yeah, we got to find something Yeah, you guys going to find something out. <coughs> uh, I'll have my thoughts on him. Um, so this guy's not going to stay there. And the team hasn't really responded to this new guy either. Yeah. I mean, so he's I think it's just the chemistry and the players that they have. They need new players. It's crazy because we have a really good team. It's yeah, just you guys won paper. the league last year. Yeah. But this is the thing. And I was, you guys added some guys. Too. Exactly. And this is the thing. I'm, I'm just kind of weird. It's like, you know, no matter what you have on paper, if even if it's the same team that won a championship or won you know, the league in the previous season, if you just don't put the work and if you're not committed, if your team's not on the same page, you're just not going to do well. And that's what happened to Chelsea. And that's sad. That's It comes out kind of points for for Chelsea. But um, and the new goal now is just not to be relegated. Just <laughs> do you think they're going to be relegated? No, I don't. I, well, I hope not. I, I, believe, I believe they won't. But where, in, where are they sitting at? 14, 15? It's, I don't know. Let's check. Oh, right. They're like the number 14 right now. So they they were in 16 last week. Yeah, but they were down like the, in the bottom three for a couple weeks. So they're six above the relegation. Yeah, so I, I'm sure they should be okay. Newcastle. It's, it's yeah, two big clubs. Newcastle and Austin Villa. That's weird. And then uh, I'm, I'm really happy with Leicester. Chelsea's not going to You think they're going to sustain it? I hope so. I'm, I'm, it's cool to see like a, a club that's not really as well-known or not as big of a club kind of make it make a run you know yeah um I'd, i'm just for them to stay in the top four and this season will be really cool really mad yeah <laughs> anyways we're gonna get some hate mail uh and then uh rafa benitez got rafa, fired another past chelsea coach just got yeah just got fired and that yeah. was weird 
uh, he is a, he was a head coach of um, Real Madrid, which is maybe the biggest club in the world. Mm-hmm. And he also felt the pressure from um, I, I remember his last name. I just can't remember his first name. Betis, the president of the club. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I have no idea why he got fired. <laughs> to tell you the truth, well, I, I never liked that dude when he was well, coaching no, Chelsea. No, I don't know. I mean, it, it seemed like they were doing okay, but I think it's just a time it's where half the season, whenever, like, whenever, months, yeah. all you have is three months. Yeah, and I like he's that. like two points behind Barca. Well, maybe it's just the fact that they just cannot beat Barca. Maybe that's just a reason. maybe because maybe they're just. They're, they, I mean, they're, they're they're a good club. They've done well for how long already? Well, it's like you know. It's- I think I think it's I don't I don't want to call it a conspiracy, but I think what's going on is they're saying that Zizou, Zinedine Zidane, who is probably the player of his generation in the '90s and early 2000s, he played for France. He did, he was the guy with the headbutt. Yep. Uh, he is now the new head coach of Real Madrid. That makes sense. Yeah, I heard. And like, if he doesn't win anything, it's not that big of a deal because he took he's over legacy. half the season. No, Everybody not because of legacy. Because yeah. He took over half the season, and like they're not gonna blame him for anything they don't win. They're gonna yeah. blame Rafa, mm-hmm. which is cool. So that gives him a full six months with the team to, to understand transition, the team. to you yeah. know, and see what they need. Yeah, but the thing I heard is, uh, which is a huge critique of him, is lack of experience, right? Oh yeah, he, I mean, is this his first coaching gig? His first like real coaching gig because yeah. like he he coached the I forgot what they call it, but it's the Real Madrid. Real Madrid B team. These are minor league team. In the minor league team, yeah. So he coached them. Yeah. But the goal for for the, for that team is different than the Real Madrid team. Of course, the Real Madrid the is to win. Students, the, the players. Yeah, yeah to and win. then to develop. So yeah. it should be interesting. It should be something fun to watch. Um, I don't think I'm a big fan yeah. of anything to that. So I'm hoping he does well. Yeah, I mean, I, I have nothing against him or for him. We'll <laughs> see what happens. I still see, uh, feel like Barca's uh, Barca, Barca. I don't know. Barca is gonna win uh, the whole thing. Um, I think Atletico's up right now though. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't even follow Spanish football. I'm going to talk about I'm just not going to talk. Barca, <laughs> I think, has had three draws in the last five games. Mm-hmm. So, should be interesting. Yeah. Been slipping right. a little bit. Cool. All right. So, moving on. I was a terror since the public school era. Bathroom passes, cutting classes, pushing asses. Smoking blunts was a daily routine since 13. A chubby nigga. Sergio. Biggie Flow. The Force Awakens. Thoughts on the new Star Wars movie? You've seen it once, right? I saw it once on opening day. I saw day. it twice. I didn't see it on okay. opening day. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear your opinion. Apparently, since are you? Are, it, well, first of all, are you a huge Star Wars fan or not? I, I, I am. Uh, I'm a pretty okay. big Star Wars fan. Okay. From a scale of one to ten, my fandom of Star Wars is like a three. That's fine. That's no, which is pretty solid. I, okay. I like a ten to me. Like you know everything. You oh, know yeah. every I'm single probably, I'm character. I'm probably like a seven or eight. You, you would put like yourself eight. that high. I think so, yeah. I, I read the wikis. I read, you know. So, like, you dress up in, like, Star Wars. Oh, no, no. Clothes. That's, like, ten, dude. Nah, nah. Nine. Like, a ten is, like, you know the name of all the bases in the movie and stuff like that. I, nine is when you dress up. I I didn't really dress up. I mean, I went to, like, a, I went to, like, a, a what do you call it? Like, a lightsaber, like, yeah, gathering. That. But that one just, anyone could go there. It's not just because you're a Star Wars fan, right? Um, I, I guess I'm probably more like a six or seven then. I think eight. I think eight, but I don't dress up. I mean, I would if I had the time and whatever. That'd be fun, but yeah. no. But I've seen it twice. I've seen, seen it once, opening okay. day. But let me ask you, how do you feel since you're, you're the one who's uh, not, you know, I'm a little more biased because I love Star Wars. I like Star Wars. I love Star Wars, but in my opinion, I didn't see the last, any of the previous movies before I watched this one. Oh. But like, not, not, not in that sense. Mm-hmm. I've seen them before. Yeah. A long time ago, but I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't do it recently. Okay. And, um, but I still remember them pretty mm-hmm. pretty good, except for the episode one, two, and three. Like yeah. those are pretty forgetful. Yeah. Um, but my initial thoughts when I walked out the movie theater, I was I was a bit disappointed. Mm. I was disappointed because, um, this one feels a lot like A New Hope, episode four. A lot of people say that. Yeah. I mean, and then like, that's the main critique a lot of people bring up. Like, that's uh, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, okay, this girl is in a desert planet. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know who her parents are. Yep. She might be a Jedi. Yep. By the end of the movie is what you're thinking. Yep. A main character dies, like, yep. spoiler alert, Han Solo dies in the movie. If, you if you're not one of the three people that haven't seen the movie in the world, 
Because this just became the highest grossing film of all time. Yep. In the United States, at least. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi dies in the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a cantina scene. So that's more of an homage than a uh, similarity. Um, I think the only thing original about the movie is, is the character Finn. Yep. Which is kind of cool. I thought that was a really cool storyline. I know he's actually going to be a stormtrooper, stormtrooper and make his transition, but... Well, I think... Spoiler! Well, the, well, the issue with that was because they try to sweep it under the rug and, like, say, okay, now they start recruiting kids from all over the galaxy and then they, they kind of put them to slavery and become make them become a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Or before it was, you were a clone mm-hmm. and you were a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I think, well, if you... I don't know if you were not lying, um, but there's a line where basically... Um, Sloke, uh, Snoke, what was his name? Kylo Ren basically like reprimands, like, hey, Kylo Ren, I think it was Kylo Ren or it was, it was um, Snoke, one of those two, got mad at um, General Hux, who's that blonde dude? Who, yeah, okay, if you noticed him, he he also played um, one of the Weasley brothers, Bill Weasley, I think Bill in the Harry Potter movies, interesting, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a nerd, dude. Uh, he um, he gets mad, I'm like, hey, maybe we should be using the clones instead. Because yeah. half or a lot of the troopers are, are clones because they still do the whole tr- clone thing. But uh, I think they started integrating that kind of system we were talking about. I don't think it's, I think it's lesser like slavery, more like mind manipulation, um, you know. But they're not there because of the will. Like, of course, yeah. But they're probably like, no, it's, yeah. So it basically is kind of basically like slavery. <laughs> but to the point where they kind of just manipulate their minds to yeah, yeah. think in a certain way. And then that's why them. you have a guy like Finn mm-hmm. who's like, okay, I don't want to be doing this. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, there are a couple of folks who basically. Yeah, but that's like, they, that. they, that's an introduction to, to that uh, mm-hmm. idea because yeah. it wasn't even thought about oh, yeah. in the previous six. Yeah. So. But yeah, also got to think about like this. Takes place 30, 30 years after the last Star Wars. Movie. Yeah, and then the Empire That's went so down. Went, Empire went down. Uh, the the first order is not the Empire, but it's remnants of that. Uh, so them they. they Kylo Ren has for no apparent yeah, exactly. reason. No, no, no. He wants to be like his grandpa, dude. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, so so I see your critique. I see your critique, and it makes sense, man. I, I think you're right, but I, I was actually expecting it to be to have some kind of similar kind of a. Uh, hmm, Format or structure to the New Hope, just because I knew that because they already announced there's going to be two other films, or actually four. Well, other when they made a New Hope, it was supposed to stand alone. Yeah, but with the success that it had, it garnered two sequels. Yeah. And there's a thing about about this new movie that it, it had to set up uh, for the next two movies. And what I'm, I think is going to happen is uh, the next actual like sequel movie to this, because I know next year there's going to be another movie that's based on just like uh, Rebel One, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so like it's five every other year, yeah, I think. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be an actual sequel, but it's actually gonna be a Star Wars movie for every year. Yeah, yeah. Should be one on Han Solo, one on uh, Boba Fett, I think, or Django. I think that I think yeah, Boba Fett. I think uh, they're also trying to do a Yoda one. Oh, that'd be cool! I never heard of that one. I didn't yeah, hear about I that. About that'd be dope. One. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Um, but I mean, my take as a pretty good, I think Star Wars fan, I liked it. I it's really it's liked a it. fanboy movie for sure. Yeah. And I mean, the, yeah. I, well, did you see it on opening day? No, I wasn't able to, but I saw it basically on the Sunday. Of okay. the opening week. So when I saw it, it was the opening day and um, every time a character was introduced No, even with me. Clap it. And this thing, oh, I saw yeah. it twice, bro. I saw Millennium it Falcon came out. Yes. Fucking clap. Han Solo, we're home, Chewie. <laughs> that, that line, always. And like, you know, I, you know, I watched on Sunday, same thing, people clapped, people were cheering and stuff. At the end of the movie, everybody like, not stood up, but they clapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, a couple weeks later, like, the week of Christmas, I saw with my little cousins and my all my cousins and nieces and nephews and stuff, and the same thing. People were clapping and stuff. It was it was it was crazy, and it's just you know. And they broke the, they broke the record set by the Titanic or whatever, or set by Kubota, Avatar Avatar uh, for the most gross in the U.S. Yeah, in, in the U.S. Right now it's number three worldwide, but mm-hmm. it hasn't opened. Well, I think it just opened. It just opened in the Philippines, and it's China. It's, yeah, so it's it's probably gonna start picking up. Um, a uh, couple of thoughts. If you had never seen a Star Wars movie before, this one, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good film. It's a good yeah. film. It's well made. Yeah. The special effects are unbelievable. The yeah. acting is better than what the originals were. Yeah. Uh, my only critique is that it's not an original idea. And I feel like the filmmakers didn't challenge themselves and didn't challenge the audiences with a better plot. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of a necessary evil. Because they're trying to set up for the next one. They're trying to set up for the next ones, and they're trying to please the fanboys and whoever yeah. is introduced to yeah. this new one. And I, and I won't talk too much about the theories and stuff. Like, oh, is Ray 
uh, Luke's daughter, or, or, or is Ray Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi's granddaughter? Um, you know, because Obi Wan Kenobi's voice shows shows whenever she has those uh, flashbacks. Anyways, nonetheless, I'm excited. Yeah. I I can't wait. I'm really I'm really excited. There's gonna be a movie every single year. Um, they already started filming. Um, you know how they ended. Spoiler alert. They ended the movie with uh, her and Luke and Little Island. Yeah, yeah. It's actually an, um, a really um, protected island off the north shore of Ireland. And because they don't get a lot of, uh, it's really hard to get that place to film. They just continued filming. They they continued filming after that scene and and so they already like, have some stuff. For yeah, I'm sure they're training. And shit. Yeah. Oh, oops, training and stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're training and stuff. Uh, but yeah, so it you should know, be. You know, the Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill. The, yeah, the guy plays. Got paid seven figures for just. Hey man, I mean, it's probably, yeah, but you know what? He's probably he's he's ready for the rest of it. And uh, I was gonna say, um, his commitment. Um, he also voices a. He, you know, he voices cartoons. The Joker. The Joker in the Batman series. Um, in that one show, regular show, he voices like this big, like Wookie looking dude, this white Wookie like monkey looking dude. Um, but yeah, skips. I think skips. That's pretty interesting. Anyways, so if you had to rate it. How would you rate it out of ten? Out of ten? Yeah. The movie itself? Yeah. Just um, just movie. I mean like a seven? Okay. I'm I'm gonna give it a pretty a pretty solid nine for me. I liked it. I I mean eight point five, nine, I I see the critiques, I understand it, but I think just part of me just being like, Oh man, it's here, it's finally here. Uh, got me really juiced and hyped for it to the point where I saw it twice already, I'm probably gonna see it a third time with, with my boo because she hasn't seen it. Oh, she hasn't seen it? Yeah, Has so. she seen any other ones? No, yeah, she's actually a pretty uh, decent Star Wars fan. Like she, the first movie movies we saw were Star Wars. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, we watched like the old ones. Um, or well, I guess we started with Episode One, and that was a mistake because it was boring. Because honestly, man, you could like skip Episode One and still understand the whole story. Episode yeah. One doesn't really give much aside. Like, oh, you see him as a kid, and he. There's a couple cool scenes in that movie like yeah. the Obi-Wan Kenobi and his, I forgot his, the guy's uh, name. Liam Neeson Qui-Gon Jinn yeah Liam Neeson's character and uh, Darth Maul that's probably that's cool, a yeah. good fight and then the the pod racing yeah I like the music music was cool but anyways uh, Zero Joe gives it 7 out of 10 I give it 8.5 well, 9 I give it a 9 for, for the characters It'd be um, a little biased here yeah dude uh, 9 out of 10 um, where would you place it around uh Oh, and you want to rank uh, probably second or third. I know number five is is in my top. Episode five. Yeah, a pressure expert. That's that's my that's my number one. Um, just that training scene with with Luke and, and Yoda was really dope. Mm-hmm. I love boys over there. Um, I want to learn. I wish they they told us more about um, Maz. You know that the uh, the small little alien. Oh, the yeah, the, the, the of, character. Yeah, it was giving hell of knowledge. I want to learn more about about her. She seemed dope. Um, but yeah, should be cool. All right. So you want to be hardcore with your hat to the back, talking about the gaps in your raps, but I can't feel that hardcore appeal that you're screaming. Maybe I'm dreaming. This ain't Christopher Williams. Still some MC got the feel one. Cats, I got the feel some to let niggas know. And if you fuck with big and heavy, I get up in that ass like the wedgie. Says who? Says me, the lyrical. Niggas saying biggie off the street, it's a miracle. Left the alone. All right, Sergio, a couple things happened this past week which were uh, pretty uh, momentous. The MLB Hall of Fame has uh, now granted passage to two great players, Mike Piazza, okay. as well as Ken Griffey the Kid Jr., baby. I don't know. I know you don't watch baseball as much, but knowing those names are pretty big names. How, how do you feel about those two? Well, Griffey Jr. was never um, accused of taking any supplements or anything. Yep. Any illegal stuff, supplements. So, and then he hit 630 home runs, I believe, right? Something like that. Yep. If he if he wasn't injured, he probably would have made a pretty good run for the actual title, yeah. for the home run t- king title. Yeah. And then King Griffey was one of the first players I ever. Like recognize, like recognize his name when growing up. Yeah, um, play alongside his dad. I think he's one of the only, one of the few players I'm sure who's been able to play alongside his dad. They're both in the outfield for for games as if that was crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. And then Mike Piazza. I think he, there was a couple accusations, right? I think so. Yeah, but I don't think nothing that was too crazy. Okay. Yeah. He also played for the Padres, right? Dodgers. Dodgers. He started his career with the Dodgers. He was actually uh, selected in the 16th round. 
mm-hmm. of of the draft. So that means he was like probably that two hundred something pick. So he was like, he's actually the lowest. Um, really interesting story for both of these guys. Piazza is the lowest drafted player to ever make it to the Hall of Fame. Really, Ken Griffey Jr. is the, the old, first number one, the first number one pick um, to ever make it to the, to, to the Hall of Fame. So he's like he's kind of like the LeBron, race to LeBron, yeah, with injuries. And Piazza's kind of, I mean, Piazza. I was gonna say like Tom Brady, but eh, he's not like as prolific of a player. No offense, he's not as a prolific of a player as yeah. Tom Brady. Did Piazza ever won uh, World Series? I'm not sure. Think so. Neither has Ken Griffey Jr. Honestly, um, no, I don't think either of them have. Maybe Piazza. I'm not sure. I don't Do you think, think so. baseball is more of an individualistic sport than when it comes to things like this? Yeah. Um, aside from maybe I don't know. No. Well, let me take it back. Winning a World Series does does help your your case for a Hall of Fame ballot. Like honestly, like look, uh, especially for managers. Of course, that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. looking pro- at Bruce Bochy manager for Giants. Everyone now thinks and knows he's going to be hands down uh, first ballot. Yep. Just because he's Three won. World yeah. Three World Series. Yeah. He, even before that he did uh, he brought the Padres to their first World Series in 2001, 2002. I can't remember which year. Uh, they lost unfortunately. Um, but he's just done hell of work. For a player like Buster Posey um, he is not as much of a lock just because he's a player but he is building his repertoire to, or his, uh, his resume to be um, a Hall of Fame type of player. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's he's uh, won three three uh, rings doesn't hurt him. Definitely, yeah. it definitely helps him. But you're right. I think it is a little more individualistic. Um, but uh, yeah. And to get in the Hall of Fame, you need eighty five percent of the voters, right? Some like that. Yeah. I don't remember the number, but it's pretty high. Or, yeah, it's eighty five, and it's really it's been really hard. It's been years where no one's been voted in. And of course, with everything with the PED scandals and uh, Eric Bonson didn't get in, Mark yeah. Ward didn't get in. Which is really interesting though, because both he and Clemens, um, their numbers rose a bit. Yeah, in the forties now, right? Yeah, and the thing is, you know, a lot of people were talking about, hey, yeah, they should never get in, or you know, they have a they should have a little asterisk name. But the thing is, if you think about like if there's if there were that many players playing, and when you think, I know no one should use steroids. I'm not saying that's okay, um, but again, I know I'm probably be like a homer saying this, but it wasn't proven. <laughs> he wasn't. He's never indicted. He in, indicted. He was never. Um, you know, the trial kind of just went off. Um, but nonetheless, even with the steroids, if they were used, this dude could not just could not make, hit those, those many home runs and, and break so many uh, records with just power alone. You know, he needs he needs he needs the training. He needs the discipline. He needs the technique. He needs to be well, putting out at work. There's which no is doubt sad, that he was yeah. a special player. Which is sad because I wish you know none just, of that happened. He's, he retained his reputation. Even if he if he didn't win, um, because I think I've read somewhere that. Most of the steroid usage or HDH or whatever that mm-hmm. it's it's called now, yeah, it's is used among the minor leagues among yeah yeah like, because they're trying to break in because it's, yeah I feel like versus any other sport and you could check me on this for soccer because I don't know it's probably is hard for soccer as well because um, they have their own like youth leagues and stuff but for baseball it's so hard to break into the major leagues because there's so many players you see the draft they have how many rounds in the thirty two rounds of drafting um, there's uh, you know the main minor league. Uh, teams that are also other ones underneath those, you know what I'm talking about, uh, and, and it's so easy to to get injured within those three, you know, 100. Uh, what do you call it? Was it 82 games or whatever? Like it's it's uh, or 62 games. It's it's so hard to break in that it drives a lot of minor league players to do that because they know each year they don't make it in is a year less that they have a chance to make it in there, and no one wants to kind of bring up a minor league player who's like 30. Mm-hmm. Like there's a certain age where like all right, um, unless you're really really good. Or that we really, really need somebody out of nowhere to kind of because we have someone injured. You're basically gonna stay in the minor leagues for the rest of your life. Sadly, mm-hmm. um, it's hard for players to break out of, out of the minor leagues after they're like 28, 27. There's only so so few folks who do that. So it's sad. It pushes a lot of players to kind of kind of take that and do that to themselves. Um, well, this is my question: Is do you think Barry Bonds will ever make it to the Hall of Fame? No, no. Okay, I'd love to see him make it, but realistically, it might not happen. I think it's still okay though, because he's already kind of had his mark, and as you know, as much as it sucks, because he's like the face. One of the I mean, faces. He, he doesn't need the Hall of Fame. Like he's just gonna be yeah. well remembered. But yeah, like Pete Rose doesn't need the Hall of Fame. Everybody knows who yeah. Pete Rose I, is. I never like Pete Rose, but I mean that's just me being biased. I mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> it, it was proven that he was he was he was, was gambling. gambling. I was like, yeah, it's kind of sad because you know, whatever. But what can you do? So yeah, so we both I guess agree that he. 
Bonds is probably not going to make it, but it's fine because he's kind of done his thing. Yeah. He's still probably one of the best well-known players of, of his generation. Um, his godfather, Controversial, of course. His godfather is William Mays. He's yeah. still, in my mind, one of the best players, of course. Um, but yeah, should be interesting. Go Giants. <laughs> All right, bringing it back home to Sergio's hometown of Coachella, California. Coachella. Tell me more about Coachella. Tell me more about the lineup. What's going on, Sergio? Any big names popping up for this coming year's uh, momentous I'm hella excited. Okay, what's going the on? The Coachella lineup was uh, released uh, this last week. Yeah. And um, a couple of reunions are happening. Uh, Guns N' Roses. Hey, hey, okay. Even though they've been touring over the last decade or so, yeah. but the only guy from the original lineup, from the classic lineup, is Axl Rose. Mm-hmm. That was touring with the, the name Guns N' Roses. But now it's going to be Slash and Death McKagan oh, okay. from the original lineup. So at least three of the five are going to be on stage at Coachella 2016. The band's back, baby. Yeah. Hopefully we can get Izzy, Strat- Izzy Stratlin and Steve Adler to come back. Uh, Steve Adler's... Cool. Okay. I yeah. know you're not big of a Guns N' Roses fan. I'm, I'm a big music fan. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I mean, you live in Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, and then they're from LA. Hey. And they played in Sunset sense. Boulevard a lot. Nice. Um, but Steve Adler probably won't come back. Um, he was the first one to get kicked out of the band for his uh, heroin addiction. Oy. And Izzy Stradlin, uh, he was the first one to voluntarily leave the band. Oh. So I don't know if he's coming back. He's really he was really good friends with Axel. Hmm. Well, short story: uh, Guns and Roses were uh, originally two bands. Mm-hmm. One called the Guns, another one called the Roses. Axel Rose and the Roses Slash and the Guns, and then they combined both bands and they called the Guns and Roses. Signed a treaty of Paris in 1984, <laughs> something like that. Another Anyways. another reunion I'm looking forward to is LCD Sound System. Okay, and I fell in love with this band. When it's an electro indie rock band from mm-hmm. New York, okay, and um, I fell in love with these guys because I went the first time I went to Coachella, I went to go see Jay Z, mm-hmm. and that's the only time. It was the first time a hip hop uh, act was headlining Coachella, and the first time Coachella tickets were sold out. And um, I went to go see Jay Z, and I went to the main stage, and I saw the the three acts leading up to Jay-Z. So you had to be on, so I can get as close as possible. So yeah. you had to, so you had to be there from like five o'clock to the time Jay-Z, Jeez, man. like 10 o'clock. I've had to think about that. I can't do that. Can't do that My legs time. are killing me. But one of the bands I saw right before Jay-Z went on stage was LCD Sound System, which I'd never heard of in 2010. Okay. These guys were amazing. Well, these guys and girls, it's, they're, they're mixed. And, um, and they uh, they had a farewell performance at Master Square Garden in 2011, and they haven't performed in four years. And then they're reuniting in 2015 at Coachella, mm-hmm. where all the bands reunite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daft Punk was it came out there in 06, uh, Rage Against the Machine in 07. So I'm excited. Uh, Hip hop acts that I'm excited for: Ice Cube, mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky, mm-hmm. uh, Ray Schmurder, um, Joey Badass, Run the Jewels, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and several other acts. Cool. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, and that's when is that again? That's uh, two weekends and and um, and uh, in April, April, what was it 12, 13, 14? Okay. And um, April 20, 21, 22, I can't remember, yeah. but it's two weekends in April. All right, so we'll definitely get the uh, the report, report back when you head back from there. And you're going for one weekend, or how long are you going? Well, it de- depends on other circumstances, uh-huh. aka my job. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm hopefully, I plan to be at uh, back at back home for about three weeks or so. Nice. So leading up to Coachella, there's a bunch of pre parties and after parties at Coachella, pool mm-hmm. parties. It's gonna be lovely. Nice. Sounds good. So we'll get the report back from you. Sounds good. Disclosure is yeah. also going to be at Coachella. I forgot about that. Cool. So we'll get the report from you after you return, correct? Yes. And it should be fun. Uh, any tips for first-time Coachella goers? Well, if you're camping, um, make sure uh, you take a shower right before you go to Coachella because showers are limited at campgrounds. And uh, you probably aren't going to be sleeping much. And... Um, 
expect to get a little bit dirty because sometimes there's a uh, what's it called uh, not dirt storm what do you call them dirty people not uh, there's uh, <laughs> sandstorms that's it sandstorms because it's it gets windy in the valley in yeah. April Mayish yeah and it's happened where how chili peppers performed one time and it was like oh my god you could you barely see the stage it's crazy yeah so it's gonna get a little dirty it might get a little cold at night because mm-hmm. it's a desert. And uh, it's below sea level, and um, but I get to go home. I get to mm-hmm. go in my own bed. I get yep. to take a shower. Yeah. So uh, I always look forward to that. That's why I go every year. Get to visit the family and everything. But yeah. Cool. All right. So if you see Sergio at Coachella, take a picture and tag us on Facebook at the Panda Bar. Um, and uh, one of the six stages. Yeah. Yes. 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 He'll be going to every single stage at every single minute of the day. <laughs> Have fun. All right. Our last topic for today. We cannot end this podcast without talking about college football championship games. We're talking about the college football bowl games, to be exact. Um, But the specific game we want to talk about, Clemson, Alabama. On Monday. On Monday. On ESPN. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, I, I was never a big fan of Clemson this year or the ACC. They're they're kind of like a Cinderella story, right? Out, it came out of nowhere. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, they're yeah. more well. Uh, I mean, from what I thought, they were more known for their basketball team. If I remember, I don't know, but it should be interesting. Well, yeah, uh, Alabama, Clemson looked solid against uh, who they play, Oklahoma. Yeah, Clemson looked pretty solid against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They beat them handedly, and then Alabama just killed Michigan State. Um, I always said that Mich- the Michigan State game, Alabama game, was the real championship game mm-hmm. because I felt like whoever won that game was it was going to win the national title. Okay, against Clemson, um, Alabama looks like the better defensive team. Okay, and they have a, a Heisman winner as a running back, so I'll go with them. Yeah, just because they've had they they played a tougher schedule. They have a four-time national championship winning coach, yep. Nick Saban. I mean, they got the experience. It just writes itself. It just yeah. makes sense. Okay, so you're taking you're taking Alabama, right? Yeah, I'm taking Alabama. Boom, let's go with Clemson, baby. Upset right? city. Let's go, Clemson. Just because it sounds like a, some kind of type of orange that you'd eat. Clemson. Clemson orange. Tastes good. <laughs> Clemson Miami Tigers, City. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Clemson Tigers. Um, I have no little to no knowledge about college football, but honestly, hey man, it's a Cinderella story. Let's go with it. Everyone likes a nice little Cinderella story. Let's upset. Um, um anyways. Alright, so you are taking Alabama. I'm taking Alabama. I'll take Clemson. We'll see what happens next week. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Moving on, top five. And for this week's top five, Sergio, since we are recording on Sunday, the 10th. The day that the Golden Globes take place and the Grammys are coming up. Featuring Rich, Ricky Gervais. Look at you. I do that, <laughs> I don't even know. He's, he's always <laughs> doing it. He's always doing it. He's a choir taste. We're doing uh, top five award shows. Yes. So, so I'll, let you, I'll let you take it. So top five, give us reasons why with number five. All right, so number five, I grew up on this award show, and I mean, it's not the most prestigious, but it was a show I watched. So it's the Video Music Awards from the MTV. I thought you said Nickelodeon Awards. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> Featuring. That, that would be in Wayne's Top 5. Hey, man. <laughs> Sorry, it's not number one. Because I remember watching, the first time I ever watched this one was in 1999, mm-hmm. and that was the year that... Uh, Britney Spears broke out, NSYNC broke out, Backstreet Boys broke out, Jay-Z broke out, DMX broke out, but, and he was scheduled to perform and didn't show up. Ah, oh, come on, dog, what you gotta be <laughs> He did that like two or three years in a row. He was scheduled to perform and he didn't show up. What was he doing? I have no idea. Did he ever like talk about it? I have no idea. Yo, dog. That's why he ends up in jail sometimes. Oh, man. You know he impersonated a cop in the airport once? And DMX? He, yeah. But he's DMX. And he got arrested for doing that? That's not good. All right. Yeah, that's my number five. That's my we love you, DMX. Come to the show. And that's the same year Eminem broke out, too. Yeah. So, number four, the Golden Globes, which mm-hmm. is airing tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically the poor man's Academy Awards. But they also do television. 
So it's so film and television. Somewhere Ricky Gervais is crying. Anyways, go ahead. It's also where celebrities get drunk at the award shows. And yeah, and, and it's Ricky, like a dinner. And Ricky Gervais just basically talks about everybody, talks ish about everybody. And number my number three is number the trace. Emmys. Emmys, good. Yeah, television. Makes sense. It's television golden age right now. Um, I like how for the Emmys, whenever I watch it, they always do these things where they add, like they uh, they have all like the top shows, the play, the mm-hmm. actors and actresses and top shows that kind of like do a promo together. And it's hilarious. Like they has thing where it had, it had like Walter White in the separate office. Oh really? Yeah, it was. I'll show you later. Um, but it's it's hilarious. I, that's a little while ago though. It was a long time ago when uh, Breaking Bad just broke out. Oh, okay. Breaking Bad breakout. Huh. Anyways, number two. <laughs> number two is the Grammys. Sounds good. Even okay. though they give out Grammys for anything now. Like, I feel like... Because, like, if you think about it, Jack Nicholson or Meryl Streep are the most awarded mm-hmm. uh, actors and actresses, right? Yeah. And they only have two or three Academy Awards each. Yeah. Or three or four. And they have, like, maybe somewhere around the teens nominations. Yeah. And you got somebody like U2 has like 20 some odd wins at the Grammys. Yeah, dude. I was going to say about the Grammys. Um, so the Academy Awards are more scarce. Interesting fact from my high school. My instrumental music program, my band back in high school, they were nominated for a youth Grammy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. For uh, they're, They play classical music and stuff like that or, you know, wind symphony stuff. But shout out to Mount Eden instrumental music program. Shout out to Mr. Cato, Ronnie, and Kevin. That's what's up. Congrats on that. Uh, but yeah, Grammys are cool. Yeah, Grammys. I love the Grammys. Number one, who knows? Number one, of course, has to be the Oscars. The Academy yeah, Awards the most buddy. prestigious. And you know, when is Leo ever gonna win one? I mean, dude got mauled by a bear. Dude, but he, he lived inside a horse. <laughs> He's pulled a Star Wars on on us. Well, the thing is, episode five. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, the CGI ain't though. No, the rev the Revenant is gonna be nominated for this upcoming. I know, show. exactly. So if he gets you nominated, yeah. I heard he's a favorite. He's done everything. I heard he's a favorite to win the Academy Award. You know what would be hilarious, though? Uh, I saw his comment on the internet. It would be hilarious if, like, because Leo's, oh, doing, I've seen that meme. Leo's doing everything he can to win an award. Right? He's dying. He's in the cold water. Da, da, da. Um, can you imagine if someone does a movie on Leo really trying to win an award, and that person who plays Leo wins the award, but Leo never wins the one? That would be sad. No, well, there's there's been another actor that's been nominated more times than Leo and has not won. won. Yeah, Peter O'Toole. Hmm. But uh, no, I mean, no I idea what that is. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Ah, uh, okay. uh, but Leo should get nominated and probably should win because uh, the male actor category this year, the lead actor category this year, is kind of weak. <clears throat> that's not saying anything against Leo, but yeah. it's just. It wasn't as strong as when he did yeah. Wolf of Wall Street and then Matthew McConaughey did um, Dallas Fires Club, mm-hmm. which was amazing. So, yeah, the Academy Awards, the most prestigious, most scarce award. Cool. And more people watch that award show than anything else, any other award show. Cool. All right, wrapping it up, y'all. What to watch for this coming week. Sergio, what you got for us? We got the NFL divisional round. We yes. already talked about the Patriots. We talked about that. Chiefs. We mm-hmm. talked about the Broncos, Steelers. Yep. Should be fun. Should I believe be fun. that's on Saturday. I'm, I'm, I'm wishing a good luck to my uh, man, Cam Newton. I love that guy. I just love the way he just gives yeah. the footballs away. He's a nice guy. I like him. And congratulations to his newborn, too. He's yes. Yeah. Congrats to that dude. All right. What else are we watching? We're watching Golden Globes. Which tonight. Is tonight. Uh, we'll check that out. Uh, check out Ricky Gervais. He's a funny dude. We'll see what's going on there. Uh, Kanye's new music. Yes. What do you think? Yes. So he has facts out. Yeah. Right? Which is pretty funny. And then Nick, uh, Nick Young of the Lakers got hella, uh, hella hyped that his name was dropped. It's like, yo, that's why we won three in a row, y'all, because Kanye dropped my name. I didn't know that. I feel like Nick Young is basically the Aziz Ansari of uh, basketball. <laughs> that's, that's basically how I, I look at him. Like, he's, yeah, he's hyped himself up, all that kind of stuff. Swaggy P. Yeah. Um, I think Facts is like uh, somewhat of a Theraflu type mm-hmm. of song. You remember Theraflu? I, I have Theraflu cold. in my bathroom right now, but okay. <laughs> it's, I think it got renamed Cold because Theraflu is going to steal him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very aggressive, and he's just basically hyping himself up, Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, I love that kind of Kanye, too. My buddy got a pair of uh, of, of Kanye's for like 20 bucks somewhere. I'm trying to ask Yeezys? him. Yeah, dude. Are they real? Yeah, apparently. I, yeah, I saw them. The dude was wearing them. 
to the bar. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, that's cool. So Kanye's music's coming out February 11th, correct? February 11th. Should be Swish. good. Yep. Uh, J. Cole's concert film on HBO Go. Sorry, you've seen it, right? I saw it last just, night. Yeah, yeah. I gotta check it out. I love J. Cole. I really want to go to his concert. Hopefully yeah, he had a guest appearance at Fayetteville, mm-hmm. at his hometown. Uh, he had Drake come out yeah. and uh, Jay-Z come out. Yep. So that was pretty cool. And I mean, the whole documentary series is pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I think the the part that I liked the most about the concert film yesterday that I watched um, was when he was talking to one of his boys from like middle school. Yep. And he was talking to him, and that was the first time he had seen him in over ten years. And the reason why is because the guy went to jail for selling mm-hmm. drugs. I mean, they gave him ten years, or they gave him nineteen, but he did ten. And the only, and he was talking about like how he knows other people that's actually killed people that. That's done less time than this guy. Mm-hmm. He, he he pled 10 years, 19 years. They mm-hmm. were going to give him 25 life for selling drugs, but yeah that, yeah. that was really touching. And then he's he was talking about like he had he had just had a daughter when he went in. So he hadn't like really seen his daughter yeah. all Grow up her, her youth. Yep. Yeah. And That's he was sharing those pictures with J. Cole and that was, cool. that was pretty touching. Uh, reminds me of uh, that one song, Role Models, uh, basically where Drake Jerry's like talking about how as a kid he wanted to look up to like these drug dealers, these dudes who were like, you know, selling uh, weed and stuff on the streets and stuff. And then the dude was like, hey, no, you got a future. You can go to college. The dude was telling you could go to college. Like, don't be like me, man. I look up to you. It's a pretty, pretty touching, pretty on point uh, mm-hmm. song that kind of reminds me of what that little story you told me. And lastly, The Revenant. Yeah. What do you think? You seen it? I'm going to go watch it this week. Nice. Sure. Yeah. All right. Report back. Leo. A little, a little gory for me, because you know I don't like the gore. I'm, I'm not about that life. So let me know how that goes. Uh, tell me how the bear scene goes, apparently. Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil it. I just heard to support a bear scene. I mean, everybody knows the story about Hugh Lash, right? Yeah, yeah. So it should be fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. But that sounds good. So you'll see it. Report back. Yes. Cool. So NFL, Divisional Round, Golden Globes, Kanye's new music coming February 11th, J. Cole's new concert film on HBO Go. Probably try to scream that somewhere. And then The Revenants. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen Star Wars, see that again. And my last thing to plug in is Otaku Gang. You can find them on oh, yeah. SoundCloud. They did, and this is a kind of old news, but they did a really dope uh, collab of... Um, oh, a mashup. A mashup of Biggie's Life After Death and uh, the Star Wars soundtrack from all six previous films. So check that out. Uh, we've been playing it all throughout our transitions and probably will end it and this cast with one of those songs as well. Uh, but again... Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. We're back on track. New year, new me, new us, new podcast. Um, for Wenjo Panda and Sergio Barragan. Uh, thanks again. And keep those lumpia rolls tight, baby. Deuces. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical bushes in the bushes. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies? The back of the club, sipping my wet is where you find me. The back of the club, macking holes, my crew's behind me. Mad question asking, blunt passing, music blasting. But I just can't quit because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with, sleep with, keep the F a secret, why not? Why blow up my spot? Cause we both got hot. Now check it. I got more Mac than Craig and in the bed. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy.